Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addy. Today's episode is all about the upcoming full moon in Leo that we will be seeing apex on January 25th, which is Thursday, Jupiter's Day, and we're seeing that apex at 12.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that'll be 9.54 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, so that's what this episode is all about. I have two episodes coming out this week, just want to start off letting you all know that, so I have my Leo Full Moon episode, but I also have a re-release of my Pluto and Aquarius episode. I am recording a new introduction for that. I'm going to record that after this episode. So I will be releasing the Pluto and Aquarius episode again. I released it last year when we first saw Pluto enter Aquarius back in March, but I wanted to record a new introduction just kind of like giving a little recap from last year and then how this ingress into Aquarius has like been because last night at 7 56 p.m we had pluto leave capricorn and enter into aquarius and what was really interesting about yesterday was we had the sun and pluto conjunct at 29 degrees 59 minutes of capricorn but then we had the sun ingress into aquarius at 9:07 a.m and then Pluto was still hanging out in Capricorn for a majority of the day, and then Capric- or then Pluto finally was like, all right, Capricorn, it's been real, but I'm moving into Aquarius now. And so then Pluto, at 7.56 p.m., moved into Aquarius last night. And yesterday, I was definitely feeling like the shift, like I was just like reorganizing files, just cleaning up my office, and was just doing stuff around the house that... I was putting off that I need that I knew needed to get done. So we can definitely use all this air energy too because we have the moon in Gemini as well now because the moon entered Gemini a few minutes before the sun entered Aquarius. So with all this air energy too, this is a great time for getting our creative gears going again, brainstorming, making lists, and just being like really intentional with our thoughts and like great time for intellectual conversations, really like doing research, just getting our gears flowing in that direction. But this episode is going to be all about the Leo full moon. This is also the first Leo full moon that we're seeing with Pluto and Aquarius because last year Pluto was in Capricorn for the Leo full moon. So this is the first Leo full moon of our lifetimes that has Pluto and Aquarius. So to me, this is really helping us set the tone for Pluto and Aquarius as well, because we are seeing this one in about a five degree orb of opposition to Pluto and Aquarius. So this is like the big kickoff into Aquarius season, Pluto and Aquarius, because we're going to have Pluto and Aquarius for about like 20, 22 years. We're going to have it for at least 20 years. So we're going to be in this Aquarius world for a while. So this is great energy, but definitely check out the Pluto and Aquarius episode because this one is just all about the Leo full moon. So let me go into the astrology dates for this week 
and just cover some announcements and then I'll just get into what this episode is. So I am offering just like year ahead readings for 2024 if you want to find out like what's in store. Kind of had a slow start to getting those started because it's just been like I don't agree with this Matrix New Year, but that's just me. So I will be doing those now, now that I'm getting things going. It like took me it like took me like with this like shift into Aquarius to really get everything going. So it's okay if you've been kind of having a slow start too, because I feel like all this air energy has really been picking things up and making things moving along. So I'm offering those readings. I still offer just my PDF birth chart reports as well. If you do just want like a normal birth chart done, I offer those. You can always hit me up on Instagram, Addie's Astro Diary. But now let me go into the dates for this week. So I'm recording this on January 21st. Pluto is already in Aquarius. The sun's in Aquarius. We have the moon in Gemini. And then the 22nd, which is Monday, we will be seeing that Gemini moon square over to Neptune and Pisces. We will also see the moon oppose Venus. And then the moon will enter Cancer at 4.51 p.m where it's at home and we won't be seeing that cancer moon oppose pluto for a long for a while since we're now pluto in aquarius world january 23rd which is tuesday we have venus entering capricorn at 3 50 a.m we have the moon trying saturn moon sextile jupiter and then we'll be seeing that moon oppose capricorn mercury and mars january 24th Wednesday, we'll have Moon Sextile Uranus, Moon Trine Neptune. January 25th, which is Thursday, the Moon enters the at 2.37 a.m. and the full Moon apex is at 12.54 p.m. And then January 26th, we'll be seeing that Moon square Uranus. And then Saturday, which is January 27th, we have Uranus station direct at 2.35 a.m. And then the Moon enters Virgo that afternoon at 2.11 p.m. And we'll be seeing Sun square Jupiter, Mercury conjunct Mars. And then with Uranus direct, that's also all planets direct. So from January 27th to April 1st is all planets direct. So that is like go time. That is really a good time for just really making good progress on your goals and making things happen. But before I dive into this Leo full moon, I want to talk about Venus and Capricorn since we're going to have Venus enter Capricorn on January 23rd. I actually want to read Venus and Capricorn from the only astrology book you'll ever need because it says Venus Capricorns are as careful and cautious about love as about anything else. You may sometimes be thought of as cold and calculating because you believe in the dictate it's just as easy to fall in love with someone rich as with someone poor. In fact, this was probably said originally by Venus Capricorn. However, it is far from telling the whole story. When in love, you are loyal, faithful, dependable. If you don't marry rich, you work to give a mate security and that includes a material comforts. You may not be demonstrative and flowery, but what you say you mean. There is di- dichotomy between your emotional life and your sexuality. You have earthy passions, but keep them separate from your mental attitude. You can be sexually involved and detached at the same time. Venus in this position indicates a personality that is jealous, possessive, and fearful of rejection. Once snubbed, Venus Capricorn's reaction is complete coldness. And also something that's really interesting with this Venus entering Capricorn is this is the first time for like 16 years that Venus has entered Capricorn and Pluto's not there because 
like it was by it was back in like 2020 when when did venus go retrograde in capricorn i believe that was in 2022 that venus went retrograde in capricorn and she went retrograde just a few degrees away from pluto in capricorn and now venus is entering capricorn and there's no pluto in capricorn there so venus is entering into capricorn and she's like oh Pluto's not here anymore. So to me, I feel like Venus is getting a little bit of a sense of relief that she's not meeting up with Pluto and Capricorn anymore. So Venus and Capricorn, to me, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a different energy now that we just don't have Pluto there anymore. Because to me, I feel like it was really helping us just figure out the relationship serving us on a business front, on a relationship front. So it's going to be really interesting this Venus and Capricorn transit not having it with Pluto there because then we'll see Venus and Aquarius with Pluto and Aquarius. So it's going, it's just really interesting like these little transitional shifts that are occurring. And I do just want to do like a little recap from last week as well. I apologize, I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, but just a lot has been going on up in the cosmos lately because something else that was really interesting last week well it was more like on friday because friday we had venus and sagittarius square over to neptune and pisces exactly and then we were seeing mercury trying jupiter and we saw mercury trying jupiter for the third time and what was really interesting about this mercury trying jupiter was we saw mercury like we, this was the third time. So the first time that we saw Mercury trying Jupiter, Mercury was getting ready to go retrograde in Capricorn and Jupiter is retrograde in Taurus. And then the second time we saw the Mercury trying Jupiter, Mercury was retrograde, Jupiter was retrograde. And now this third time that we saw the Mercury trying Jupiter over the last couple days on Friday, they were both direct. So to me, the fact that we've seen this Mercury trying Jupiter for three times, this was really helping us just figure out, okay, well, what have these like little subtle hints, these little like plans that I've been putting in place? What is like something that I've really been wanting to work on? What is keep coming up to the surface? Like maybe there's like a project that you've been put, pushing back, but it keeps coming up to like the forefront of your mind. These are like the little clues. Like to me, that's like little Mercury trying Jupiter clues. Like this is where we can like, if we've been wanting to start something this is where we can start it especially because we're not going to see like mercury trying jupiter three times like that like that's pretty rare especially since mercury capricorn trying jupiter taurus like it's not like that happens every single year so i just wanted to mention that because that to me that's like little clues from the universe from god really helping us just get clear concise on our own mission on our own destiny so i really like that we had that and now I want to get into the Leo full moon chart and talk about this Leo full moon. So we see this full moon apex on January 25th, which is Thursday, Jupiter's day at 12.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9.54 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this one is happening at 5 degrees of Leo. And Pluto is at 0 degrees of Aquarius. So that's why this one has a five degree orb of opposition to Pluto and Aquarius with that Leo moon. And before I dive into all the aspects, I just want us to take a look at Leo because with us having this Leo full moon, we need to remember that Leo, they are a fixed fire sign, their masculine energy, their opposite is Aquarius and Leo is ruled by the sun. 
So Leo is here to shine. So this full moon is reminding us all that we are here to shine our unique light lights very brightly. We are all here to just be the own light, our own light leader and help lead others with by love. And especially with us being in Aquarius season, and I will talk more about Aquarius season in my Pluto and Aquarius episode. But with us moving into Aquarius season and having this Leo full moon just five days into Aquarius season is really helping us anchor into these Leo Aquarius polarities as well because Aquarius, they are co-ruled by Saturn Uranus. Aquarius is a very unique sign. They march to the beat of their own drum. So with this polarity, it's reminding us to embrace our own uniqueness on a very deep individual level and to honor that and to be courageous enough to own that and to show up as our unique selves and not try to be the same as everyone else and try to copy someone else because that's a shadow trait with Aquarius is getting lost in the status quo and just losing sight of yourself because key words that I have for Leo are inner child, playful, warm-hearted, loving, courageous, bold fearless, wounded, emotional. So this is a full moon that's great for doing like inner child work, healing the inner child, just really letting yourself play and just let loose and just be present in the moment, really embracing that warm-hearted, loving energy because Leo rules the heart. So this is one that we can all use to get anchored and centered back into our own heart chakra space as well. Where have you been out of balance when it comes to your own heart chakra? So this is one where you can do like a heart chakra meditation if that's something that you feel called to, especially with Pluto in Aquarius opposing this Leo moon. Like that is some big energy right now, some big Pluto energy. We can call it BPE be big Pluto energy. Instead of big dick energy, you got big Pluto energy here. So this is where we are all being challenged. And I feel like it's the universe, God challenging us being like, hey, you know what? Society has put too many rules, constructs up right now. And people are starting to lose sight of themselves. They're trying to be the same as everyone else. And I need to remind you all that we are here to be unique individuals. To me, that's what the universe is telling us with this Leo full moon that's in opposition to Pluto. And it's like, where have we given our power away? Have you given your power away to authority figures, to the government, to people in higher up power? Like this is the time to take your own power back, reclaim your own power. So this is one about taking your power back, being bold, being courageous, being fearless, especially since we're in North Node Aries. Like the fact that we're North Node Aries here, this is all about us really striving for that strong independence and being courageous and just not being afraid to shine our own lights. So now I want to go into the aspects here with this full moon because obviously it's opposing the Aquarius sun. But we're seeing this one, we're seeing it in a T-square with Jupiter because we're seeing the moon, the Leo moon square over to Jupiter, Taurus, and then we're seeing the Aquarius sun square over to Jupiter and Taurus. So we have this T-square going on with Jupiter. So there's big Jupiter and Pluto themes going on here. So with this, with the moon squaring Jupiter, this is just reminding us like we might want to overindulge or just overdo it in certain areas, especially when it comes to like feeling good 
And so this is one where we just need to really be aware of like that extra excess and just not overdo it, not overindulge. This is where we can like go a little crazy, like when it just comes to like wanting too much of a good thing. So this is really about balancing that out because with the sun square Jupiter, with that Aquarius sun square Jupiter Taurus, that can also be where we just get like way too overconfident over like we just feel like we can do like so many different things and this is where we need to be careful and not overcommit and not be overconfident but we definitely can use this to really like anchor into our confidence on our deeper level because to me with this like t-square that we have going on with the sun moon and jupiter and this is all fixed energy is this is like okay well how can we take our own self-worth our self-value to that higher level because with Jupiter Taurus here, with that being like the middleman for this T-square, this is like, do we have our value? Are we like, are we confident in ourselves? Do we have the self-worth? Do we believe that we are good enough? Do we believe in ourselves? So to me, I feel like this Leo full moon, like these squares over to Jupiter are asking us, okay, well, do we have the faith? Do we believe in ourselves? Do we believe that we are worthy enough? And yes, we are because Leo is very confident in themselves. Leo is ruled by the sun. They know they are bright. They know they are here to shine. They know they have a big mission so it's it's about embracing that on our own unique individual level because Aquarius they know they're here to bring a uniqueness to the world they're they know they're here to bring something innovative and different so this is really about us just shifting that perspective and really starting to embrace this uniqueness on a deeper level I really feel that this is really helping us just start to break away from like the herd mentality from society and really start to just embracing like our own unique individual mission and just forget like what society like what those rules are because we're also seeing this leo moon in a quincunx to saturn and pisces and i thought this was an interesting interpretation and i'm reading this from my chart program it says you may benefit from a brief period of reflection at this moment this is the ideal although not easiest time to let go of past hurts let your memories be fond ones rather than regretful at the same time you also gain insights into what needs to change when it comes to the stricture structures agreements and restrictions in your life habits need to be changed so with this leo moon in quincunx to Saturn and Pisces this is also helping us just let go of old structures old restrictions that are no longer serving us too maybe there's old habits that are just like bad habits that are no longer serving us too this is the time to release that and rewrite that and figure out okay well how can I create something that will serve me because with this opposition to Pluto this can bring up some frustrations some anger and definitely pay attention to your emotional world too. So this can bring up some tension, can definitely bring up some intense edgy energy with this opposition to Pluto, especially because like the moon can symbolize our internal, our emotional world. But I feel like too, like with this being a full moon, this is helping us just release anything that is coming up that we feel is no longer serving us. So we can really start to enter into this Pluto and Aquarius with a fresh, clean slate. So this Leo moon is really helping us just continue to release this because 
we're also seeing like sun conjunct pluto energy since the sun is at five degrees aquarius pluto's at zero degrees aquarius so with this sun conjunct pluto energy that's in aquarius now this is helping us really embrace our uniqueness on that deep individual level it's really helping us just like embrace that and be more powerful in that regards because I just want to read this interpretation too. It says your biological urges are powerful right now. Enjoy the feelings, learn from them, and trust that all is order. And like this is not a time to shy away from your power too because I feel like society, the government, whatever, the media, they like really have like guilt tripped us and have let us like get not want to be like powerful and they like make us feel guilty if we like step in our power and this is a time to be like fuck you to the media to the government and be like no i am going to embrace my own unique individuality i am going to step into my power on that full level because it says if you feel that something is not quite right then trust your instincts and put those things to right this is an ideal time to overcome any bad habits and replace them with empowering and enlivening activities so the fact that we have the sun conjunct pluto this moon is in a quincunx to saturn so we are being supported right now when it comes to creating new empowering habits activities that will serve us in the long run moving forward and that's like all the aspects with the sun and moon but there are some other stuff going on as well with this full moon chart that i want to get into so we're seeing mercury and mars conjunct in capricorn together they're a degree apart so we have mercury mars conjunct in capricorn and I like that this is happening with this full moon too because to me this is really helping us just get our gears like our creative gears flowing on a deeper level helping us just make more progress when it comes to like our own projects and it's really just giving us more like mental assertiveness really helping us when it comes to like the mental part of things and when it comes to working on our projects and it's giving us like a little more endurance and discipline too so i like this mercury mars and capricorn especially since mars is exalted in capricorn mercury does pretty well here in capricorn so this is really good energy for just really like figuring out okay so like what are the things that i'm working on right now like how can i like this is good time like if you need to like type up stuff or just if you're working on projects i really feel that we can use this energy for when it comes to working on projects and making good progress in this direction because like with mercury conjunct mars this is where our thoughts can like be like a little more focused and our thoughts can be like sped up a little bit but not in a bad way this is just great for brainstorming especially with this air energy we have but it's just good energy for making more progress not being lazy but really like putting to like the pedal to the metal and and just getting stuff done and good time for accomplishing more stuff and making your voice be heard and like a great time for getting a little more clear too on your own goals and really figuring it out okay well this is where I want to take things next this is what I'm going to do because we're also starting to see Mercury trying your well we're starting to see Mercury and Mars both trying over to Uranus so that's also helping us just get our creative gears flowing help us shift our perspective I always feel like with like Mercury Mars trying your on is it's like giving us a little creative spark too, a little electro spark so where have you been stagnant where have you been complacent this is helping us just bring a little spark back to that area too and we're seeing mercury and mars in square to chiron and aries so with mercury and mars in square to 
Chiron and Aries, it's very interesting, especially since Mars is the dispositor for North Node Aries. So with Mercury and Mars starting to square over to Chiron, or well, Mars is, this is the exact square from Mars. So Mars square Chiron, exactly. So this can definitely bring a lot of stuff up from the past when it comes to like past wounds, old memories. Could be very painful. But to me, I feel like whatever is coming up, this is a chance to release, release it. You can do shadow work, transmute it, and... This is not a time to just dwell on the past and play victimhood and be like, oh, what was me? Oh, this sucks that that happened to me and just start crying about it. No, this is a time to empower yourself and be like, well, you know what? I had something really bad happen to me in the past, but I learned from it. I grew from it. I evolved. And now I can use that to help and teach others. So this is also a time about just remembering that we all go through hard stuff, but this is a time about learning and evolving and growing from it and then helping and teaching others along the way. And I, I actually want to read from my chart program, just like this square from Chiron. It says, something or someone is likely to be upsetting your plans right now. This may be sparking memories of similar incidents. Try not to react too strongly. You can only control your own reactions. Perhaps you can learn some valuable lessons from other people's mistakes. And this is, can be very healing time too. Even though it's going to bring a lot of stuff up, we can use like the squares to from Mercury and Mars, from Chiron, and this can really help us just when it comes to deeper healing because then we're seeing them square over to North Node Aries, Mercury and Mars square over to North Node Aries, so this is also just putting our destiny, our mission on the forefront of our mind. Maybe we need to change up how we've been communicating, how we've been operating, how we've been doing certain things, so this is a great time to be real, raw, and honest with yourself and be like, you know what, these are the things that I've been doing, but they haven't been working for me. I need to try a different way come up with a new way, especially since we're seeing those trines to Uranus. This is helping to shift our perspective, get out of like the stagnancy, the complacentness, and really helping us just shift our perspective in that regard. So even though we're seeing Mercury and Mars square over to the nodes, I do feel that's just helping us get a little more clear on what hasn't been serving us so we can change the direction. So to me with this Leo full moon and with these aspects from Mercury and Mars to the nodes to Chiron, like those square aspects that's really helping us just release the old and not bring not bring any of this old stuff into this Aquarius energy into Aquarius season into Pluto and Aquarius so I like that we're getting these Capricorn Aries squares after Pluto is in Aquarius that's really helping us just continue to close out this Capricorn energy this Capricorn transit so that's interesting and then we're also starting to see Venus trying Jupiter so that's about a three degree orb away from that Venus trying Jupiter so with this Venus trying Jupiter energy that's good positive energy that we can really utilize when it comes to like working on our own passions projects and just bringing a little more of like that positive femininity energy because Capricorn is a feminine sign and sometimes I feel like we forget that Capricorn's a feminine sign and so it's really about finding that balance and flow when it comes to our own work. So with this Venus trying Jupiter, it's definitely not about overindulging and just getting lost in a Venusian world and just like getting lost in all your pleasures. It's definitely about balancing that out, but it's definitely like definitely good energy there with that Venus trying Jupiter, especially with it being Capricorn Taurus. So it's really about us just get, staying grounded in our present reality, being grounded in the moment, 
and definitely a good time for like feel good stuff too so definitely like a good time whether you like want to go out with friends or like just do something by yourself whatever it is just definitely don't overindulge but that's definitely good energy with that Venus trying Jupiter so that can definitely help us when it comes to like our passions our projects also help us just figure out okay well how can I get a better relationship when it comes to money so with this Venus trying Jupiter especially Venus Capricorn trying Jupiter Taurus this can help us shift our belief and have a better relationship when it comes to money so maybe if you're someone who doesn't have the best relationship with money and you want to strengthen and have a better money mindset this is the transit that you can really like utilize that like something that I say to myself like one of my own like little money mantras is like money is like money flows to me easily like money is a magnet and just like little things like that just being able to shift your perspective so we can use that Venus trying Jupiter to shift our perspective and heal when it comes to like finances and our passions and our projects so that's some good energy there we're also seeing Venus sextile Saturn so this can also just bring up some good like energy when it comes to like relationships and maybe like if you have like a partner this is good like time to like go out with them or if you're just solo like this is even a good time just by yourself so interesting energy too when it comes to relationships there but and then I've because I've I've gone through a lot of the aspects for this full moon and then we are seeing Jupiter Taurus sextile over to Saturn and Pisces and this one is really helping us just continue to find that balance when it comes to like our own work personal life so we are being supported here with Jupiter sextile Saturn as well and that's one of the last times that we're going to see that with Saturn and Pisces and Jupiter Taurus that sextile so that one is really helping us just get the balance between our own work personal life so we don't overdo it in one area or the other especially with like with all this Jupiter aspects with this Leo full moon I really feel it's helping us just get a better balance in our own life as well but just like with the Leo Aquarius polarity energy this is really about us just embracing our unique selves and shining our light for others and not being afraid to show up as our unique authentic self because Aquarius really should like teaches us and shows us that we are all unique individuals and it is up to us to just embrace that on our own level but that's pretty much all like everything for this Leo full moon and this is the first full moon with Pluto and Aquarius we definitely have many more Leo full moons to come but this is definitely setting the tone and I really like that we have like Mercury and Mars together in Capricorn Venus and Capricorn we have a good amount of earth energies to really help us stay grounded and anchored into our physical present reality for this full moon but this one is here to really help us just propel us forward help us shift energies help us get rid of the old habits anything no longer serving us so we can continue shifting into the new and bringing in something new and really working on new projects with this Aquarius energy now I want to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through for this Leo full moon I'm pulling a tarot card from the transient light tarot deck and I pulled seven of swords and it says mind games trickery half truths unclear motives or a switch of allegiance something fishy is going on are you playing the game or being played perhaps both take a moment to reassess the motives of yourself and those around you guard yourself with the innocence of honesty defend yourself with the damning truth the moon's currently in Gemini right now um 
we have all this air energy so i like that we got this card because it can really help us just figure out okay well where have we fallen for any illusions any lies and then just being in aquarius season Pluto aquarius all this air energy so i like that we got that card now i am pulling from the green witch the it's the secret oracle of the green witch and we got the faces of the moon and it says the moon is changeable and magical each face tells a different story and holds a certain influence on how plants grow how the waters move and on many other natural phenomena of daily life contact with the moon is close to welcoming intuitive and feminine energy in the moonlight things aren't always what they seem they reveal an original form unlike the one they show in the light of day this card tells you to be fluid and changeable don't stay rigidly in the same position flow i like that we got this card too especially since this is my full moon episode um this is just reminding us especially like there are different seasons of life and especially with us coming into this full moon this is about us releasing what is no longer serving us so we can continue stepping into the new and building a new life for all of us with all this aquarius energy and i'm gonna leave it at that for this episode i'll be having my pluto and aquarius aquarius season episode released as well so a couple episodes from me this week but hope you all have a great week happy aquarius season happy pluto and aquarius happy leo full moon and until the next episode we will chat again soon